Welcome to the Conversations with Christina podcast. These podcasts are designed to share good conversations that have happened and lessons that have been learned and hopefully leave you feeling more encouraged than when you first came. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Christina. Welcome to my very first podcast. I am very new to this world. I am a very avid podcast listener, though. My name is Christina Miller, and I thank you that you took a risk listening to myself. I just love having deep, good conversations with people. It leaves you so uplifting, and the best thing that could ever happen is that God just shows up in your conversation with other people. You learn new things. You're just so refreshed because you're like, gosh, like God was here. And like he just showed us something in an instant. And that is like a shot of espresso. I don't know about you, if you're a coffee drinker or not. I really, really enjoy coffee. But there are things more powerful than coffee. Awesome. So, I'm going to be talking today about honor, love, humility. Very first humility, actually. I put that last because that's kind of what humility does. Puts others before themselves. (laughs) Anyway, I want to share what God's been teaching me. And while it's just going to be myself on the podcast today, in the future... Um, I can't wait to have more people, friends, people I've learned from, people I've had good conversations with that we can learn from each other and hopefully pass on to others. So what big golden nugget that stood out to me that really hit the ground running on this whole humility journey um, came from a guy named Greg Parsons on a commentary from the Bible Study Tools, which is... Humility is grounded in the character of God. We also know that love is grounded in the character of God as well. And also, humility is prerequisite of honor and physical blessing. Humility is something we all think of as being hmm, not prideful. And pride, of course, you can sway one of two ways. Either thinking of yourself too highly or even too less because ultimately pride is focused on self. And if we're so focused on self, we miss others and we miss God. So, going back to humility being the prerequisite of honor, how that's tied and connected, you can't have honor without humility. At least true honor. And that is also associated with fear of the Lord. And grace is given to the humble. Grace is given to everybody. I think true grace is experienced in humility. So, yeah. Uh, I just want to share some verses that also are connected to this. I often ask God for verses. And these ones that came up on this kind of journey of focusing more on humility. 
So the first one was 1 John 4.12. So all of these two, he was just connecting with love. Let's just hold on. Join me on this journey. Didn't make sense to me at first. Okay, so 1 John 4.12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Also, 1 John 4.16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Love. And God's been showing me a lot how love is connected with all this humility and honor. um, Living this whole free life that God calls us to. And that really goes to into where what we believe our self or what we believe our sense of honor is. And so as also was brought to Habakkuk, Habakkuk, however you want to pronounce it, 1-7, which says, They are a feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. So you're like, who's they? They were just talking about these people in the Bible um, that it says they're feared and dreaded people. People of example here. Um, so they're a law to themselves, promote their own honor. It talks about their own honor. Not God's honor, not true honor. And it's really easy to compare yourselves to some fear and dreaded people, as it says. Like, oh, we're not a bunch of hoodlums. Like, we got our acts together. We look normal. You know, people can probably tell we're Christians, maybe even. But really, what is what is your sense of honor? And oftentimes we make up our own rules thinking that, oh, That's in line with God, but no, we really need to go to the Word because we oftentimes do believe lies and um, believe things that even make us feel feel comfortable. And it's really not what God told us to do in the first place. So, and that can go along with loving others and protecting ourselves, putting other, like putting ourselves first, honestly. Yes, boundaries, I know boundaries are healthy, you need those, that's what the Holy Spirit is for, to help you realize, you know, when you should hold back and when you shouldn't, and all of that. And honestly, if you forget anything else I say, remember this. Go to God, seek Him, ask for His wisdom, ask for the Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct you. Bam, I could end the podcast here. I just want to share the rest of what He showed me, though. So we'll keep moving on. So ultimately in all this, I want to go into Philippians 3, 3, 8, I'll read, which says, yes, everything is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have disregarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. So again, like with honor, Oftentimes, we think of honorable people. We think of the things they've done. Um, Maybe we don't really know the heart behind it. But to the world, that looks honorable. And that, therefore, that person is honored because of what they have done. But while that can be true, I'm not going to disregard and neglect any truths in that. It's not the complete whole truth, though. Obviously... There's many people who have done honorable things, look as honorable, and then they end up being not who we thought they were. Think of celebrities, etc. 
maybe friends you know. It's not all about what you do. It's about your heart status, humility. What is that really? Like Jesus, Jesus talks about, go read Philippians chapter 2. Talks all about how Jesus humbled himself and was obedient to death, even death on a cross. He gave up his royalty status. He gave up everything for us. He didn't get any of the respect he should have, would have, could have here on this earth for love, for people to not love him back, for people to make fun of him, etc. Like, and how can we not compare, if we're supposed to be like Jesus, and he didn't hold back anything, he knew when to get away, he knew healthy boundaries. He would get away to be with God and pray and rest. Yes, he knew that. Those are healthy boundaries. But when people came to him, there was people in front of him to love. He didn't hold himself back. He was there relying on the Father's strength. So that is like a huge example to us. Because oftentimes we want to pick and choose. Oh, I don't want to go deep with this person. Or this person does not deserve this amount of love. Or that kind of thing. Like, I need to protect myself. There are times, again, to protect yourself, but I feel like a lot of times we're holding back more, and ultimately, we rely on God to protect us. I don't think by loving others that God's just going to hang us out to dry, leave us. No. So once again, rely on the Holy Spirit, what that looks like. So also... Alright, so, Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sins and restore their land. And James 4.10 Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. So going back to Second Chronicles, humbling yourself, okay, if you're like me, you grew up in the church, you've heard about humble yourself before God a million times, read over the Bible. Maybe there's some people, or you've been at times where you just felt like, okay, I'm sick of it, I don't know, what am I doing wrong, la de dot like, what's it even mean to humble yourself anymore? It goes back and says, pray and seek my face, God's face, turn from wicked ways. We can rely on the Holy Spirit to first... Clean up anything in our hearts that needs to be dealt with. Any sin. There's no big sin, little sin. It's all sin. Not that everyone's going around murdering people, stealing. There's other things. What? Where's your thoughts? Are your thoughts pure? Is there selfishness? There's selfishness everywhere in everybody's hearts. Let's clean that up and ask God and the Holy Spirit where and to do the work and to show us how we can make things right. And to trust him in that. And in that we're humbling ourselves and saying, God, I want to do it your way, not my way. Let me be in line with you. So seek him and trust that he will restore your land. Your land is where you're at. And sometimes it's a frustrating point in time. God can heal that land. He's, I'm right there. Right now I'm in a place where I'm finding a lot of discouragement. Um, not knowing what's ahead, 
just kind of taking it day by day. And you know what? See, God, day by day, moment by moment, he shows himself to be trustworthy and faithful. And yeah, he will lift you up in honor. And so it's not about our ability to lift ourselves up in honor. That's big time pride. And people know. (laughs) It doesn't take a Christian to know or point out or like see what a prideful person is. It's like rely on God for that. And living humbly before God, creator and ruler of all things, will prepare you to live joyfully under his authority. Living joyfully under his authority, humility, definitely. Because unless we know who we are and whose we are, we're not going to know who to obey. We can either choose to obey sin, or we can choose to obey God. And living under love, under his love, we'll be able to live joyfully under his authority. And... So here's another thing I realized is when I focus on others and try to benefit and care for others, pray for others, put others before myself, good things happen. God things happen. Honorable things happen. I'm not more important. We are all valuable to God. If we are all looking out for ourselves, we crumble. But if we look out for others, we thrive. Humility is doing what God says and trusting he's got you. We don't have to look out for ourselves and worry and judge. We have to love others without abandon. Trust God to set things straight. We're not supposed to protect ourselves by not loving others, by holding back what God created us and calls us to give. That was deep. And I need to keep preaching that to myself every day. And I just want to end with a little metaphor. Um, God speaks to me a lot in metaphors. And I just love it when God blows my mind and connects things. And lessons he teaches me goes deeper. And here's a thing that kind of just pointed out to me today, um, right before I was going to record this earlier today, I was just putting together stuff in the crock pot, some chicken veggies. Uh, we all know that we need spices. (laughs) Spice is key to any good flavor to make anything worth it in your food, right? Otherwise it's bland and it's boring and we don't like that. Otherwise you're just doing the same old thing, throwing stuff in a pot or whatever and eating it robotically not fun you gotta enjoy it it's like life you need these characteristics in life to make it more enjoyable otherwise you're just another robot in the world going through life so here i had some salt and i had some garlic of course i put more spices in my dish today but i want to focus on the salt and the garlic so the garlic is used all over everywhere in everybody's kitchen probably it's yummy it's got lots of benefits it's fabulous um so i was putting my garlic in there and and then i felt like i was saying that is honor it's great but you know what really 
You know what spice really makes everything stand out? From oregano to basil to all of your wonderful spices you have on your rack. They really don't taste as full unless you have salt. Salt is the spice of life. Jesus used salt in the Bible as an example. And he did that on purpose because salt brings life to everything. More flavor. Everything. And he was like, salt is humility. If you don't throw that in there, everything else isn't living up to its full potential. It's a little secret. And you know what else? People for years and years and years were saying salt was so bad for you. Like, you really don't use a lot of it. La-di-da, it's not that, it's not beneficial is what they're saying. And you know what? In the world today, with humility, it is very looked down upon. It is very highly underestimated. And it's health benefits and it's culinary benefits. Maybe not to everybody, but to a lot of people. And they're still living in the lie that they don't need salt. But you know what? Real good quality, especially sea salt, is full of minerals. Vital minerals to your health. Did you know if you don't get enough minerals, bad things happen. Look it up. Google it. I'm not here to do doctor talk today. Although I really do enjoy um, holistic health and all that. And we will touch on that in the future. But we're talking about humility. And it is needed behind every character quality to stand out. If you love with pride, I don't know, it's still love, sure, but if there's humility behind it and you're doing it because you really truly love others, not because, oh, like like loving out of guilt or I don't know, you have to to look good or something, that's not true love. And so humility behind love, but behind honor, it just amplifies it so much. So I just want us to desire humility more in our lives and see what that's like because Jesus was the hugest example of humility. So I just want to end in prayer today. Thank you so much for joining me on this crazy little journey of how humility, loving others, and honor all fit together somehow in this little recording. (laughs) All right, I'm just going to end us in prayer. God, please show us where we are to be humble, especially as needed to fulfill your will and bring you glory. Do we tremble at your word? Are we growing to live joyfully under your authority? Is there anything that is keeping us from you? Are we resistant to letting you into any part of our lives? Show us where and how to let you in and what to let go of. Let our lives be lived in joyful and free obedience. In your name, Jesus, amen.